Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Aggie Hewitt. I was so desperate for caffeine and I don't have any coffee. So I'm actually drinking some Diet Coke. Mm, I love Diet Coke. Uh, you just had it in your house. John uh, will sometimes get a two liter bottle. You know, like if you're, if he's ordering oh. food delivery, he'll add a little yeah. liter of Diet Coke to the order. So we had, we had some. Not bad. Uh, no, I haven't had, I hadn't had soda in so long. And then I actually got diet Coke the other day too. Uh, my mom was in town and she was staying at a hotel and I didn't want to drink at like 10 in the morning by the pool. So I got a diet Coke. Very responsible of you. Very responsible. Well, I just got back from a full physical. How'd it go? It went great. You know, she told me she was like doing my breast exam, which they do when you get mm. a physical. And she was like, there's really no point in doing this, but I have, but I do it anyway. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you know, even if you found something at this point, it. W- I'm sorry, this might be like incredibly disturbing for me to just like launch into a cancer thing. <laughs> if anyone is listening. Trigger warning. Trigger cancer. warning. I, I just realized I just like was like launching yeah. into this, but she was like, you know, by the time we find it, it's like pretty advanced if we're doing this. So like, it doesn't really matter. She's like, and I was like, well, what do you do? And she's like mammogram, but you don't need to get a mammogram. You're, you're too young. So humble brag, too young for mammogram still. And I was like, thank you. And she was like, yeah. And then she just told me like, you know, we really can't catch, like, there's a ton of stuff. Like we really can't catch anything. She just told me that. She's uh, like, that's horrifying. And she, she said that she was from Korea and like in Korea, they have like, people will go and get like every single scan for everything you could possibly get. And I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to go to Korea. And she was like, no, because 
um, the return is so low and you end up getting so much radiation that it's like not even worth it. And people will just like freak out about, you know, these things and they're like almost always fine. So it's just like, there's no point. So I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. You have to strike a balance. I feel like if you have, I don't know. I mean, it is weird because there are like, I feel like women in their thirties do get breast cancer. It's not like unheard of. Well, of course. Not. I mean, men in their thirties can get, I mean, everybody. Yeah. 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 Can- it can happen but i think it's just like they make their guidelines based on statistics and like when you're most likely to need it or whatever and you just kind of have to trust the guideline i think she was kind of i think she thinks i might be a little bit of a hypochondriac and i might be that's her job like i your doctor should not i don't know they should encourage you to ask as many questions as possible i think Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think I told you like, because I have this like Kaiser app, like I will just like take pictures of like anything I find on my body and like send it to the app and be like, have the doctor call me. And then they'll just like, say like, this looks like a spider bite or something. Like it's always Mm -hmm. never anything, but I'm like, eh. so, you know, I have a lot of things and I tell them everything. Like if I have one hair out of place, like my doctor hears about it. Better to be safe than sorry, I think. It's like, I'd rather have my doctor think I'm annoying than, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then they know also when you come in next, it's like they have to be on their toes and like they can't, especially if you do a little research, you know, on WebMD or Goopo or however you get your, yeah. Doctors (laughs) love nothing more than when you come and tell them what's wrong with you because you read it on WebMD. Uh, I did not go to the doctor this week, but I did get a very strange injury. What was it? I was at the park, barefoot. I stepped on a bee. (gasps) Stepped on a bee and got stung on the bottom of my foot. I have done that twice. This was the first time I'd ever done that. And I was just at the park, like down the block from my house, reading a book. And for the first 15 minutes, I literally thought I was going to have to call John and tell him to like drive the car a block and pick me up because I didn't think I'd be able to walk home one block. It hurts uh, really bad. It hurts really bad for, for like 15 minutes. And then it stopped hurting and I could walk. But then um, it's, I, I hadn't been stung by a bee since I was a kid. And the swelling, it like, it kept swelling for like the next couple of days. And I, uh, and then of course I checked WebMD and it, that seemed normal. I was like, do I have a latent bee allergy? Am I going to be like Macaulay Culkin in My Girl? Like what's going to happen to me? That was a hive, a whole beehive. That's true. And then I also thought I didn't see the bee. It could have been a scorpion for all I know. You know, you didn't um, see the bee. I didn't see the bee. No, I assume it's a bee because it. I mean, I just assume that's what it is. I, uh, it, I mean, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was a spider. Maybe it was a, a scorpion. Maybe it was a horrible ant. But I think Did it was a bee sting. Stinger? No, I. I mean, I felt. I saw the little hole in my foot. Um, I didn't pull out a stinger. Uh, but it it seemed like a bee sting. Yeah. Wow. Yes, that happened to me. That happened to me. It. JC at Camp JCA Shalom. Oh no. Here. You sure it wasn't Hamas? Uh, no, Sorry, it definitely wasn't that, Hamas. That might be an inappropriate joke. <laughs> I retract that They joke. probably would have told me it was. They probably mm. told me it was. Um, but no, it was a B. But um, it happened to me there. And then I think it happened to me one other summer as a kid. Step at the pool. Oh, yeah nightmare those things are i mean and the the bee i mean we went through a a good decade where bees were in danger we heard all about it but i I think i think they're back i think they're back in full force 
Yeah. I mean, bugs are out there right now. Oh my God. This, this is like, there's so many like different seasons of animals in LA. This is high cockroach season, which is so disgusting. Don't say that. Please don't say that to me. I can't hear that right now. It's I can't hear that right now. Uh, well pretend I didn't say it. it just on my nightly walks. Um, I just see them all over the place outside. Cause I haven't seen any and I have, as you know, I have gotten them in yeah. my apartment. Well, it's the, it's the, it's the weather change. I think it was last, last weekend was very, was it last weekend that was very hot? I forget, but a few days ago, it was like pretty hot into the nineties. And that's the, those nights it's like, they're all coming out. I love the heat. I hate them so much. Fuck them. Mm. Fuck them all. Oh my God. I hate cockroaches so much. Um, so everything's fine. Did you, you got blood work? Um, I had a liver panel because I had just, she was like going through and she's like, you have had so many blood tests in like the last year. Cause it's like, I would like crawl through. COVID. I don't think you had that many blood tests. Well, I had, okay. So, oh, this is actually one for group. I should talk to Gerda about this. Uh-huh. So my first doctor appointment back, I may not even have been vaccinated yet. I probably was. No, I don't. I have no idea. My first one back was gynecologist. You got to get that checked out. Yeah. They do the pap smear, da, da, da. And I was like, I have been diagnosed with PCOS. And my gynecologist was like, okay. And she was like, why do you think? And they always ask me why. And I'm like, I'll tell you exactly why. I was diagnosed based on my symptoms at the Chicago Women's Health Clinic in Chicago, Illinois. I had a blood test. They told me that was what it was. I told a rude male gynecologist here in LA. Actually, I was hiding my diagnosis from him because I didn't want to tell my insurance. He told me that I had it without doing blood work. And he was like, I don't need to do blood work. I already know. I was like, okay, whatever. My next gynecologist also told me she also showed me with an ultrasound cysts all over my ovaries. Sorry, Brian. I know you don't like to hear that, but it's Mm -hmm. true. Over the, during COVID, I froze my eggs as we all know. Again, ultrasound saw ovaries completely covered in cysts. Excuse me, everybody. That's what I'm working with here. You're a regular Lena Dunham. I'm a regular. Is that what she has or she had something else? Well, no, because ovarian cysts are like not as big a deal. She had it in like her uterus or something because she had a hysterectomy, right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah, These are like benign and like, it's like kind of common. So the, so I told the endocrinologist, I was like, I I told my gynecologist, she's like, okay. I was like, I want to tell the endocrinologist because I want to go on metformin, which is like this drug for it. She's like, okay. The endocrinologist got me a full Will Cole style panel of like every fucking hormone you have in your body, like so much blood work, 100% normal. Really? Everything down the line was fully normal. So what does that, that means you don't have. So I don't have it and I've been like thinking I had it for literal years like I the first time someone told me I had this I think I was like 23 or 24 I've just been like yeah I have it and every gynecologist has been like oh yeah you're like a classic PCOS or they'll like do the ultrasound they'll be like oh wow like 
my one, the other, the reproductive endocrinologist was like, oh yeah, that's a classic PCOS ovary. <laughs> like I, they were like, it's iconic PCOS. <laughs> and I was like, I know, thank you. And they told me no. So this guy, so this endocrinologist was like, no, you don't. So then today I talked to my doctor and she was like, well, it's not like a cut and dry diagnosis. So like there are people who have like symptoms and blood work. She was like, really to get it, you kind of have to have both. Like you need the blood work and mm. the symptoms because there are people in the general population who have the symptoms that don't have PCOS. And she was like, but you're getting conflicting diagnoses because they like doctors are kind of divided on it. Wow. So it's a very gray area. Um, the end. So but, is that a, are you, are you relieved or are you frustrated that you were misdiagnosed or? Well, I'm a little bit real. Well, I'm a little frustrated because there are symptoms that I would like to be, you know, Lyme. It's Lyme. Care of. It's Lyme. It's Lyme. It's, it's probably chronic Lyme. It has to be. Anyway, it's annoying that like I have all these symptoms, but like I don't have it. I was a little annoyed that the endocrinologist was sort of like condescending and cut and dry about it and was just like, mm, no. And then I was just like, you know what? Shut up. Like, I've been told by other endocrinologists that I do have yeah. it. Anyway, but then I'm, I guess I'm sort of relieved because maybe, I mean, it doesn't make any, it really makes no difference in my life one way or the other. I still have ovarian cysts. I still have like excruciatingly painful periods, but maybe that's why I don't have the absolute worst one. You can, the worst symptom of it, which is male pattern baldness. Oh yeah. That's something to be thankful for. Yeah, I'm really thankful not to have that bad boy, but I have other stuff. Interesting. So yeah, yeah it's like you're sort of relieved, but then now you don't know what is causing your symptoms necessarily. Yeah, but it's like, who cares? I mean, I'm soon I'll be menopausal <laughs> and it'll be lost. Like, it doesn't matter. Uh, did you uh, read um, The Menopause Manifesto by Dr. Jen Gunter? Of course not. I don't read. I first of all, I don't read Gunter. <laughs> She's been making all, all the rounds on social media promoting this book. Everyone knows I don't read anything about menopause. It makes me too upset. True, yeah. tell, tell me what oh, I. Oh, I haven't read a thing. I just I was so mad because uh, I do follow her on Instagram. I don't know if I follow her on my personal account or or we follow her on Goop Yourself or probably both. But um, it said Dr. Jen Gunter is going live with. Jen adjacent. Mm. Um, but I didn't get the notification till after and it didn't keep the I was like, so excited to see if Jen adjacent is real, who Jen adjacent is what they look like. But then by the time I saw the she deleted the Instagram live. So I didn't get to see it. Um, Classic catfishing. Yeah. But Jen adjacent now has his or her or their own Instagram account but I didn't follow them because they only had 19 followers. And I, I felt like I would, it would be too obvious if I followed it's like when you didn't want to follow Gerda. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I did not listen to Jen's second podcast episode all about poop, which sounds just like, I don't need to listen to that. Needs any of it. But apparently it's the number one podcast in Canada bully for her. Yeah. What am I supposed to do about with that information? Yeah. 
I already listened to the Dr. Jen podcast of my own, which was, I talked to an, a rude endocrinologist and I went to the normal doctor and they just gave me your cut and dry fucking like, you know, conservative, normal, like peer reviewed medical, mm. you know, they, their expertise. Like I sure, got sure. it. Like, I'm not, what am I doing with it? What is this for? Who is this for? Yeah. Yeah. I have a doctor. I, for my entertainment, I want something that's actually entertaining, you know, Gwyneth Paltrow, something like that. Yeah. Medical advice should be entertaining above all else. I think. Well, if it's a podcast. Oh yeah. On her podcast. Well, yeah, I, that, that, I mean, we've been over this, but like the government or something or like, I don't know. Uh, cause she is doing exactly the same thing that goop or any of these other people are doing is giving unsolicited medical advice to exactly. the masses. Yeah. We don't need to go. Yeah. It's we, everyone knows our stance on this woman. Yeah. But just so you know, like we haven't backed down and we still feel that very much feel that way. Oh yeah. And she still hasn't responded to me on Twitter, but it's probably, you're right. That she only sees responses from blue checks. So just from the people she wants to. Living in her own little bubble. That's right. I wonder if um, Chrissy Teigen has talked to her recently since she's gotten quasi canceled. <sighs> I don't know. She's back. Is she? I, I know she left and then she came back. And for some reason, I, I guess I don't follow her on Twitter, but I usually like, you know, you end up seeing her stuff. I haven't, I haven't seen anything since the, uh, the uh, Courtney Stodden controversy. Oh, that was why she got quasi canceled. Yeah. I feel like if you let someone, if someone did something on social media and has a huge follower account and nobody cared that much, it's like, you have to move on as a society. Like we can't go and be like, we should have canceled you harder for that. We're going to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Life's too short. To keep uh, canceling people over and over again. Oh yeah. The, um, Kevin Spacey is going to be in a new movie with by uh, directed by Vanessa Redgrave's husband. So they're trying to cancel Vanessa Redgrave now. Wow. But she, well, I guess, had to make a statement saying she has no involvement in this movie. Well, whatever. Or Vanessa Redgrave. Well, she doesn't know what's going her. on. She's like, has to be in her 90s. How old is this director? He's her husband, so I imagine he's pretty old. He's some Italian. I didn't even know she was married to some Italian director, um, but he is uh, doing a new movie, and it's Kevin Spacey's first big part in a long time. Oh my god, I can't wait! I love when like canceled people make movies, <laughs> <laughs> and they're uh, yeah. like really weird and bad. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, just the the uh, the quality of the movie tends to go way down like the, well, because, the sort of, yeah it's like the rifkin's festival event effect yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. Like the only people you can they can get to like which like i did watch and like the only way that the only people they can get to be in these movies now like are like weird like residents of san sebastian who like won a contest or something yeah, like yeah not and then and like what's his name like wallace sean like that's it yeah, you. I mean, Rifkin's Festival is the the new newish Woody Allen movie that Aggie has had the pleasure of seeing. I have not um, done the uh, 
the torrent yet to to to, to watch it. But uh, yeah, Wallace Shawn, Gina Gershon, these are the people. I mean, they're great actors, but it's like it's like yeah, either you're sort of comfortable enough with your own career to not care what people think. Yeah, uh, you have your own sort of little niche. Um, I haven't yeah. seen I haven't seen the uh, the 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 Allen versus Farah documentary, but I do hear it's it's quite quite damning. I hear it's quite compelling as well. I well the Wallace Shawn is a genius, uh, like I think, but um, I'm talking more about like the other people, like everyone who plays, like you know, like just like there are other there are a lot of other parts. There's like um. Gina Gershon is like having an affair with this like director. It's just like they're you know whatever like just like every it's a Woody other Allen movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. It's like if you haven't heard of them, they're like a San Sebastian local. I think. Sure, sure. <laughs> Maybe I'm insulting someone, but probably not. Uh, any good news, Gwyneth news? I mean, I've been so preoccupied with my own health. Sure, there yeah. has. I, I did find one really entertaining. Uh, op-ed these british op-eds are so funny to me okay from like you know it's like either the daily mail or the daily sun or the telegraph this one is i had to like actually sign up for an account yes this is from the telegraph uh and they wouldn't let me read the article unless i like signed up for a telegraph account and they're giving me 24 hours of free access to the telegraph so i gotta binge read everything else i want to read wow but this is the fashion editor named Tamara Abraham, and she wrote an op-ed called, I Know Why Gwyneth Paltrow's London Goop Boutique Failed. And then the sub headline or whatever is just called, it just says, we Brits just aren't goopy enough to buy into it. Oh, God, spare me. And spare me. She spare me from the country that, first of all, in well maybe not invented but still has a royal family a b a royal family um where the future king has been forcing them to have homeopathy and their fucking public health care option they're the goopiest country they're the most elite bullshit country on the planet yeah i mean all the i i think it's like there's like a an aesthetic sort of uh barrier it's like it's like yeah, Brit like Brits are just as goopy, just as enamored of pseudoscience as Americans, but it's just the style is a little different. So I think I don't know if the goop brand translates as well there. See, I think that Gwyneth like really gets her style, especially like interior design from like London. It's like very like Notting Hill, like her whole vibe. Yeah. Well, that's and the the neighborhood where the Goop Boutique was, was in Notting Hill. Apparently, I mean, uh, another article said it was like this, it was like a million pound failure, which doesn't seem like very much. It just was like, oh yeah, store clothes. That would probably cost about a million pounds or whatever. But- um, For breakfast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, the, and I don't know, I don't know London very well. So this lady says it, it was at a fancy end of Westburn Grove along the same stretch as Dalesford Organic James Purse and Orla Bar Brown. So those are all, I guess, fancy stores. Yeah, I don't uh, know James. Uh, there were lots of things I would have purchased if I'd had the same kind of disposable income as many Notting Hill residents. 
Alas, I don't. So I left empty handed. Sorry, you're the fashion editor of the Telegraph. I'm sure you could get any of the stuff for free, right? I don't know how that shit works, but I like, well, you and I have both purchased things from the goop store. So I'm, we have less money than this bitch. So yeah. Uh, and so, not bitch. No, no, no. You're just and saying that calling everyone, everything. I just mean we have money, less money than this woman, this woman or man or a person. But in truth of all the Notting Hill residents I've known over the years, I can only think of one woman who might be inclined to shop there on a regular basis. Everyone else is too sensible, for lack of a better word, to hope that a 58-pound jade yoni egg or a 15-pound coloring book spelled with a U might change their life. Also, like, what about that um, Oscar Wilde story? Is it Oscar Wilde, the Oscar Wilde short story about the haunted house and it's in that one it's the americans who are too sensible where it's like the ghosts keep trying to scare the american family but they're like too sensible and like hickish to like care so they just like like if it's drafty they just like they're like oh we got to fix the heater or whatever like they're just (laughs) that's really funny it's cute yeah so times have changed uh so then she has a little anecdote from a source um that i don't think i think paints this person in sort of a bad light it seems It ends up seeming like a a bit of a Karen situation. Um, She says, one local said it was the staff who put her off buying a pelvic floor exercise device. She had gone in to browse with a friend and the pair, both in their mid forties, were joking about the sex toys. As she approached the cashier to pay, her friend glimpsed a sales associate gesturing with her finger in a circular motion at her head, indicating that she was quote unquote, cuckoo. Both were mortified and humiliated. And when the store manager, so meaning she asked to speak to the manager, denied that it had even happened, they canceled the sale and left. Two best friends laughing about intimate self-care should be the ultimate safe space, she later told me. Hormonal middle-aged women, Goop's target market, are very fragile. Oh, no. I'm sorry. So they were in there joking about the sex toy. And then the, the woman who worked in the store did a cuckoo. Allegedly did a, did like a a cuckoo thing. I mean, I'm sorry. If you're working retail, I, I sort of doubt, I I don't know. Maybe it's true. Who knows? Cause like, if you're working retail, I could, you, you know, you sometimes are like slightly making fun of the customers and you, you, you're pretty smart smart enough to not do it in front of them so i bet you that person was referencing something completely separate that was cuckoo my guess is yeah is that or like they either read too much into it or it didn't really happen or she was like trying to play along like sorry but like if you want to go into a store and make a big to do about loling at a fucking dildo that you saw you know, you have to be able to take a little heat coming back yeah. your way. Like if we're joking around, we're j- it's like, I'm sorry, like what? And it's like, I'm sorry, these women are too hormonal to be able to handle this. That's too, yeah. sexist. And, and, then, and then it goes, it goes on. So the manager of the store didn't do anything, uh, but it goes on to Goop's credit. She says, the headquarters response to her email complaint. So she goes up wow, the ladder even further. Far. Was amazing. Oh and a phone conversation with the head of retail 
restored her faith in the Goop brand. It goes without saying, and so Goop had, had to actually comment on this. It goes without saying that we would never want anyone to feel this way, a PR representative said. Our team worked quickly to rectify, rectify the situation and be sure it didn't happen moving forward. And our head of retail implanted any learnings with the team. So I think- I don't this, know what that is, but that's fine. I don't know, but I think this person got uh, someone fired. Her dream came true. Yep. So. Wow. So that should be, oh God, I'm sorry. That's, so they had a good experience because they got this woman fired because they thought she made a cuckoo gesture when they were joking about the sex toys. About vibrate. Like, yeah, I, I mean, I'm sorry, but most people that go into the Goop store are doing it at least semi-ironically. Like it's it's a fun, it's a fun space. And obviously I, I just think, Everyone, it seems that you seem like you're joking around with your friends, but if it's someone in the service industry who you perceive as being like lower than you that tries to like get in on the fun or like, or, or be a little, um, or just like be a human being, like yeah. to, to dare to behave like any normal human being would in that sort of situation. Like if you go into a store and you're acting like an asshole and you're like, oh my God, like dildos, all blah, 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 blah. Like whatever the person working does, unless they're like, put that down, you bitch or something. Unless they're like, don't make fun of the dildos. Like unless they get mad yeah, or are just like actually cruel to you in some like, in some very clear way. But like, if they see you like acting foolish and like they do a little gesture, like, oh my God, they're being so crazy right now. Like you are being crazy. Like you're you're playing with dildos in a store. You're being crazy. Like just own it and be like, yeah, we're being silly. Yeah. Here's if someone does a cuckoo thing. Like we're acting cuckoo like that. We're having fun. Like it's fine. And yeah, unless they're doing it like really maliciously and and meaning for you to get hurt, just ig ignore it. Like how like this person is making whatever minimum London wages. I don't know. And then you're like ask calling calling the manager and then emailing a complaint to like the head of retail to make sure that this person gets punished. It's, I mean, can you imagine oh calling God. the head of goop retail and saying like the employee at your store saw me joking around about a dildo. And then she lifted her finger, yeah. her temple and made a cuckoo gesture. And I demand she be fired. And, and then not only are you going to do that, then you're going to talk to your friend who's a journalist at a, nationally distributed newspaper and so you tell your story um like you know access you have some privilege there yeah and it's like oh this this cuckoo gesture is the most mistreated you've ever been in your life I guess it's the That's biggest trauma you've ever had to experience I know it's like some people just like don't go through enough in their life and and then like these middle-aged women are so sensitive like a lot of middle-aged women are like working retail like they're yeah, behind, yeah, yeah. behind the counter and they don't get to complain to anybody like they just have to take absorb the shit of you people <laughs> you like rich fucks oh my, god. oh my god like who's gonna protect this poor girl i don't know this poor... we don't, she's a middle i don't know how old she is no i'm sure it was a young it was yeah it was probably like a a, a young person working for you know, working retail wages that wanted to just have a little levity in her life and, and lightly make fun of these annoying women that come in the store. And then she was fired, but at least she lives in the UK so she can get on the dole. <laughs>
which is my uh, just absolute dream. I know. I think I technically could. I want to just pack my bags and go to England and gut on the dole. Uh, yeah, you should. I mean, why? What is stopping you? I don't know. What am I doing here? Well, I think it's like, I don't know. I saw like some of those houses are really gross and like a lot of England is really depressing. Yeah, sure. Uh, I would like to um, take advantage of my Jewish birthright <laughs> and go, but only if um, Israel gets moved to uh, Central Europe where it should have been to begin with. I know. I've always thought I don't, I always wish that it was in um vienna like exactly what if vienna the, what like the germans the austrians are the ones that did the holocaust they should not they the jews should get a They're homeland the there not in the middle east gone and they should have to go well i don't know they they can leave and then we would get to have like oh my god we would be like drinking hot chocolates and like looking at the architecture and we'd be like mozart is ours and like yeah. we'd just be like living the life oh, tel aviv on the rhine it would be amazing. oh my god who would not want that i mean they really fucked up in they 1946 fucked up they fucked up really bad yeah uh and i don't want to make light of the <laughs> well, Palestinian cause. Well, I am making light of it, but uh I just want to state for the record, I am pro-Palestine and thanks. For I just want to state that for the record <laughs> to be public about it. Okay. Shall we move on? Okay. Uh well, I guess we'll just move on to the old newsletters. All right. What was your best of the week? Um, my best of the week is myself because I've been working out. And I'm proud of it. Yeah. Um, I have been going to um, a workout studio in real life. And I was just reading the like new goop newsletter that was like all about how to sweat. And I was oh, yeah. like, I'm going to put myself like, I don't need this because like, I'm already doing it. You're going to a, it's a bar studio or it's a bar studio. Nice. Yeah. Here in LA, it's a national chain and I feel like a million bucks. Like I feel so much better being able to like actually go and work out. It's so lovely. Yeah. Uh, just being able to exercise it really, I mean, I, you know, I'm not saying any new information here, but just the amount of serotonin it releases when you work out a little bit makes a huge difference. Yeah. Do you do you have to like wear a mask while you're inside the whole time? Yes. Is that not tough exercising with the mask on? Actually, it's fine. I mean, you can take it off to like take a sip of water or something. Mm. Um, but it's like, you know, you're so used to it that it really makes no difference. Like I'm so used to wearing the mask, but I do. I And I think it's like it would be harder to like go for a hike in the mask, but like at least it's like all like inside. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's like temperature control. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot of like, there's, there's nothing else. Like there's nothing, there's no like dirt or dust or sun or like, you know what I mean? It's just. It's a, a controlled environment. And, and like, we're so trained now to wear masks indoors. Uh, it, yeah, I could see how it, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't be a big deal. Yeah, it's like not a big deal at all. Um, That's exciting. I was a little 
where I know it's like so thrilling. Like it was so thrilling to like go into the studio and like, I don't know, do it. It felt, it also felt like kind of bad. Like, wow. Like I'm like a Republican, like I'm like going <laughs> into the workout place, but I, I was like, I didn't go until after I was fully vaccinated and it's like, and I'm wearing masks and I think it's fine. Yeah. You're safe. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was like my uh, Musso and Frank di uh, dinner the other night was Over a real, real indoor dining experience, which I think that was the first one I had done. Wow. Um, and it felt great. The guy, the, our waiter was like, you know, it's good to be back. And we were like, it's good to be back. Uh, and then he sat us in what he claims was the Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe booth. I think um, that. I think they tell that to everyone. Um, did you have a martini? I had a Gibson. What's that? It's just a martini with a cocktail onion instead of an olive. Oh, interesting. Uh, and I got a schnitzel and oh. um, some crab louis. It's great. Ooh, wow. You went, you ordered some interesting things. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a big steak person. I really am not. Hmm. I don't know. I'm sure it was great. Did your mom get a steak? My mom. Yeah. My mom got a ribeye. John got a chicken Parmesan. So we all, we all tasted each other's meals a little bit. So everything was good. Oh, how was the chicken Parmesan? It's great. Really good. Yeah. Interesting. Really, really tasty. Um, What's a crab louis? Is it is a crab louis cold? Yeah. So it usually the crab louis that I am used to uh is more is like um like a crab, like a cold crab salad with louis dressing, I thought is usually like um like a thousand island type of dressing. Yeah. But this one was more of like a green goddess. Um it tasted a lot like it was a lot of tarragon in there so it was different than the the louis i'm used to but it was still very good yeah uh my my favorite uh crab louis salad in la is um the one at the magic castle i have i'm the only person i know who's never been to the magic castle i went once it was enough i don't need to ever go again i guess like no one's ever brought me but i guess i'm a fucking loser and who knows if it'll ever reopen because they had the um weren't there just like a bunch of horrible assault? Yeah. I mean, that whole world is like yeah. so much more toxic. It's like more toxic than comedy. Like it's really bad. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, well, we're getting distracted again. I, sorry, my brain is, I'm not able to focus right now. I'm out of nerd alert. I think I'm going through nerd alert withdrawals. I think so too. But um, I'm really happy I for your exercise. I really, I really want to take a, an actual yoga class. I'm going to try to do that soon. Um, yeah, you got to go in. It's like such a different vibe to be in a in a studio. Yeah. Was it like full capacity or was it where they're still like max no, capacity? Max capacity. Like, wow. But it's not like I mean it's pretty small class. So. Yeah. And they have like everyone is like taped like they have like tape on the floor and like you go to like your section and like no one can go in each other's like little area. Okay. And um they have like all the equipment set up for you and then you just like leave it there when it's done and they like sterilize everything in between classes like it felt very safe i'm sure and then june 15th uh pure chaos all masks off all are they doing masks off on june 15th i think except for like airplanes and uh maybe a couple other exceptions but yeah i think like restaurants and um 
regular indoor activities, movie theaters. I think it's all, it's all over June 15th from what oh, I wow. understand. All right. Well, I'll see you at the movies. June yeah. 15th. Uh, all right. My best, well, my best this week was the interview and I was going to listen to the pod, the beauty closet podcast. And then I forgot to listen to it. So I haven't listened to the whole podcast yet, but the founder of Vintner's daughter, you know, the biggest cult beauty product of which I am now a member of the cult was okay. in, interviewed on the beauty closet with uh, Megan and Jean and her interview was, you know, published in goop. So it was just fun to hear what this, you know, generational genius has to say about goop and all of the questions that she's asked. What did she have to say? Well, so, okay. Her name's April Gargiulo and okay. Apparently she's a hilarious, gorgeous, Northern Californian mother of two. Mm. And she didn't set out to create a worldwide obsession, but she does do things very, very differently. Does she now? Yeah. Such as she's, she stops at nothing in pursuit of what she considers the ultimate luxury, clean skin, skincare that truly changes almost any complexion. Hmm. Um, so I can't, I, I really do need to listen to the podcast to see if she's sort of taking herself very seriously or she has a dry wit because I couldn't really tell from these written answers usually it's not the dry wit. yeah usually it's not but you never know um because she's asked how often do you recharge your crystals and she says they're buried in the ground around my property so never um what she I thought would that was how you recharge them oh yeah reach that's true, right? Recharging them is burying them in the ground. Bury them in a full moon or something. I don't know. God, I did go through a little bit of a crystal phase when I moved here, and now I haven't even looked at the crystals I bought in years. Um. Yeah, I never really went through much of a crystal phase. Although I do like a rose quartz, but I think in general, yeah. like I don't really believe it. Just it. stressed me out, like spending money on garbage. It's such a waste of money. I mean, <laughs> they're pretty, I guess. Yeah. Um, what, what wouldn't you leave home without her very creative answer is Vintner's daughter, active botanical serum and Vintner's daughter, active treatment essence. She doesn't leave her home without that. I guess not. She, she has them in her, I mean, she owns it. So I guess she can have as much as she wants. She wants, um, her first job was working as a dishwasher in a fancy restaurant. Uh, cause apparently she's a, she's a native of Napa, California. So there's lots of, lots of fancy restaurants around there. Which fancy restaurant it was. Uh, I wonder maybe, um, Thomas Keller, French laundry, who knows? I mean, that would be a very fancy restaurant. Baths or showers? Showers. In an effort to reduce my plastic usage, I have been experimenting with lots of bars lately from shampoo to body lotion. And then Goop has a bunch of bars you can buy. I get, I think that's intriguing. I, must I always use, I mean, I use like a bottle for shampoo or whatever, but I, I love it. Just a, a Dove moisturizing bar. I never really got into the body wash thing. Yeah. I just find the idea of like washing your hair with like a bar. sounds like really cool. <laughs> yeah. 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 Drink of choice tea. I drink it all day long. Great. Um, I'll skip a few of these. Oh, here's a weird one. Current goop shop obsessions. Now, Goop sells thousands of items. What do you think her obsession is? Which item, besides, it's not Vintner's daughter. Which thing do you think she's obsessed with? I think she likes the mat that you lie down on. Good guess, but no. 
She likes the Kamado-san Donabi rice cooker. Oh my God. My jaw hit the fucking ground. Which I think this might've been one where she didn't have a good answer. So they're just like, just, just say the Donabi. They probably paid her to say it. They were like, we'll give you 50 bucks if you say your favorite thing on the website is the Donabi. Her favorite celebrity crush or her first celebrity crush is Jake from 16 Candles. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm too young to even know what that means. That is not true. (laughs) Oh, favorite movie. I rarely watch a movie more than once, but I have a soft spot for Hope Floats. That's weird. I mean, we can't all be cinephiles, I guess. I guess, but I mean, I when's I haven't even thought about. I mean, sixteen candles I'll give you, but hope floats. Hope floats. I that's is that's Sandra Bullock is on a boat. I've never seen it. I all I know I only know what like the cover looks like, but I know Sandra Bullock is in it. Yeah, is she? I'm just picturing her like on a raft floating along a river, but I don't know if the floats is I literal think, like, or it's her, a metaphor. Maybe her name in is Hope, her character, uh, and she I'm floats sure. so happy in love with whoever the guy is. Is it Ryan Reynolds? It just is I feel like it's pre-Ryan Reynolds. Huh. I'm gonna um, look this up now. Who would be the male lead in Hope Floats if it's not Ryan Reynolds? I can't even picture pre-Ryan Reynolds Sandra Bullock movie. You can't. Ryan Reynolds is a new celeb in my world. <laughs> At, oh, Sandra Bullock has been making movies for a really long yeah, time. Yeah, no, true. I just can't picture who would be in that movie besides Ryan Reynolds. I'll never know. Go to, okay, go to weeknight recipe. My family says I never cook the same thing twice, but if I do cook, it's almost ob- always in a Donabi. Whoa. Two Donabi answers. Jr. Who is it? Harry Connick Jr. Oh, okay. I can see that. I told you old. And Gina Rollins. Hmm. She's the mom, I assume. I would assume. Good for her. Um, favorite book. Here's a weird one. So she doesn't like, movies but she does like to read because her favorite book is infinite jest <laughs> her favorite hope floats her favorite food is anything cooked in the donabi and her favorite book is infinite jest yeah i i've never heard of a woman reading infinite jest sorry that is crazy that uh, de- women definitely read infinite jest i started it at least three times i've read i've read infinite jest a um, length in the first like by reading the first like 200 pages over and over again yeah yeah yeah. well according to her she's not only read it once she says i just recently reread it and loved it even more well people reread that one a lot because there's like a there's like a real cult following but that's another that's like that's another like hope floats like she's old is she old (laughs) well her first crust well her first crush is 16 candles which means she's not old old but like she's probably yeah like she's probably like late 40s early 50s i would imagine i mean i just feel like a lot of these things are like most people have just like gotten over them like most people aren't still like oh i think infinite just is the best book i've ever read and i read it like all the time like i reread it to like get more meaning out of it no and i i don't i don't think she's lying when she says she's read infinite just more than once but i do think it's interesting that she wants to prove something about her intellect with the book question but yet doesn't care at all when is that asked about her favorite movie she's obviously that's honest like if her favorite no one would lie about your favorite movie being hope floats you know so that feels very honest whereas the infinite jest answer feels studied like even if i mean i i 
not to brag, but I have actually finished Infinite Jest. Yeah, because you're um, a man. Because I'm a man. But like, and I I really like it. But I I would feel I would definitely feel uncomfortable saying that that was my favorite book because it would it would say book? it would say something about me. But is it your favorite? If you were, just I don't think I have a favorite book. Honestly, like I I feel like I books. I love, I, I love, as everyone knows, I love reading so much, but, um, I don't feel like books stay with me very long. Like I forget what happens in them. I'm now proud of having like started and quit infinite just like three times because, um, Brett Easton Ellis has been screaming about that. The fact that he's never gotten through it on his podcast. <laughs> and so, I'm uh, like, Well, I've never gotten through a Brett Easton Ellis book. So, oh really? Well, I, Brett Easton Ellis books are like really short and funny and extremely violent. I tried to read Glamorama. I was just in a bad, I don't know. I got about 20 pages in. Hmm? Why did you try to read that one? I don't know. It sounded fun. It was about like models in New York in the nineties. It sounded right up my alley. Yeah. But it was uh, impenetrable. I thought. Um, I read less than zero and uh, American Psycho. Okay. I've seen and both of those movies. Well, that's fine. Then you get it. <laughs> the Less Than Zero movie is truly terrible. Uh, I don't think I've seen it, but. Um, well, that was, I mean, that was the interview. So she loves Donabi's Infinite Chest and Hope Floats and Vintner's Daughter. Fun, actually. actually. It was a good, it's a good, it was a, like an eclectic uh, interview. It was a little off the beaten path from what these interviews usually are. Um. Well, she sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, she created, you know, one of the greatest products known to man. So, yeah, there has to be something going on in that noggin yeah. of hers. She's got something upstairs. <laughs> All right, what's your worst? My worst is okay. So, like, I'm really going with like themes here this mm -hmm. week. So, staying with my issue with this like workout this like sweat thing I really didn't like how instead of just making it about working out they said six ways to sweat and then one of the things was the infrared blanket like I consider that to be a cheat I'm like I I feel like you got me on a technicality there to push this blanket and I thought so, like, that was, I thought it was funny I was like ah that, that's the type of exercise I want to do is that infrared blanket well, I think that I see, I guess they, I guess it's not for all people. I guess you're just a David Foster Wallace and I'm just a Brady Sinellis about I it. I guess so. <laughs> um, it did make me, cause that, I, I feel like that's such like an old fashioned, like, oh, if you have to lose 10 pounds really quick, you just like make yourself sweat in the whatever well, way yeah, possible. Like in that I Love Lucy where she or like, like that big hot tent or whatever. Yeah, cause she has to fit into a size 16. Well, before vanity sizing, who knows what that even means? Probably like size four. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it, it did make me, because none of the other extra, like there was, you know, there was a yoga, there was a Pilates, none of the exercise programs seemed that interesting. It all seemed like been there, done that. Yeah. Oh, I did notice since um, Lawrence, Laura, Laura, Lauren, Lauren Roxburgh moved to New Zealand with her husband. There's been neither hide nor hair of any of her products on this site wow really yeah like you'd think that one of the six things six ways to sweat one of them would be you know lauren's foam yeah. roller workout or whatever but no wow 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 
yeah i mean i guess maybe moving to new zealand was just like a euphemism for like being put out to pasture by goop and i wonder i yeah they're like oh we really can't continue this relationship anymore lauren um but we don't want you know we don't want to see you humiliated so why don't we just all agree that you moved to New Zealand. And she's like, okay. And they're like, we'll get you an interview in this like weird New Zealand yeah. celebrity magazine. And you can call yourself whatever. She's like, can I call myself the body whisperer? And she, they're like, yes. Sure. Lauren, you can, you can hold your head high. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, Aggie and Brian will still talk shit about you. <laughs> Until the day you or they die, probably yeah. them, because you're really, you're in really good shape. You're in really good shape. <laughs> you have a hot New Zealand husband. Yeah. Um, okay. My worst, uh, and this is part, partly my fault part. I'm going to take 50% responsibility for this and I'll give goop the other 50% of responsibility, but I still didn't get the, um, $5 discounted tickets to in goop health. Good. You shouldn't get it, Brian. It's a waste of money. So I emailed them about putting me on the wait list for the, um, the financially troubled people or whatever, whatever their euphemism is for people that can only spend $5. And then to their credit, they did email me saying we opened up more spots. But then by the time I opened up the email, it was only, it was like a cut. It was like a couple hours after they emailed me. It didn't seem that crazy, but by the time I opened the email and clicked, it was sold out again. Wow. But then it really, turns out for the best because they announced their co-host who's hosting with Gwyneth and it's literally my least favorite favorite person in pop culture Alicia Keys <laughs> so I'm like oh, it's better that I miss this one I she because she hosts she always hosts like the Graham she hosts whatever award show all the time and she always and I'm you know whatever like do your thing like you know get high or whatever it's fine I'm like not, I don't want to like drug shame anyone, but she always just seems completely blitzed out of her mind. And I'm like, this is your job to host the Grammys. Can you like put a little effort in please, Alicia? Interesting. I have a totally different feeling about her. I mean, I guess I've never noticed her seeming high, but I just think that she's like the most, like, she's very like generic to me. Oh yeah. She's the original industry plant. Yeah. I mean, I think her thing of not wearing makeup in public anymore is cool, but even that felt a little like, I mean, it's like, no one does that, but it's also like, she's like really pretty and she kind of can pull it off. And now it's like her thing. Um, Yeah. Yeah, And I, I just, her music, I think because, and this is like sort of a systemic sexism and racism in the music industry and the music press, but like she came out around the same time as Destiny's Child and Beyonce. And people were always comparing the two of them. Oh, really? That's weird because she's so much more like, she always felt like adult contemporary to me. Yeah. And like back then, I feel like the music press, people were like, oh, Alicia Keys is making, you know, serious music and Beyonce and Destiny's Child are making, you know, frivolous pop music. And I, of course, always was a Destiny's Child slash Beyonce fan. And it always just rubbed me the wrong way that they would even like compare the two of them or or put Alicia Keys up on this pedestal while, you know, and now of course, Beyonce has the last laugh, but like also just, of course, Alicia Keys can play the piano and she can write a catchy pop song, but you can't even compare the two of their voices. Like Beyonce has a 10 times better voice than Alicia Keys. I mean, oh, way better and all but also just like yeah like their whole vibe is different like alicia i mean they're not comparable alicia keys is so like 
I she's almost like a lounge singer or like not a, like a like a Tony Bennett or yeah. something. Yeah, Tony Bennett. To me. Uh, or like total adult contemporary. I mean, adult I, contemporary. Yeah. Similar to I feel like Pink is the other sort of pop star she's from that got, generation. Yes, I also think Pink is really boring. Even though Pink is always flying around on a trapeze, Alicia Keys is like, I'm not going to wear makeup. Like they're doing these like wild things, but I'm still like, okay. There's no edge. Cause it's like, I'm sorry, if you want to be a rock star, we need to have some edge. Yeah. Pink also feels like an industry plant. But then, then there are people that have no edge that I love, like Kelly Clarkson, zero edge. But for some I reason, I love has her. Edge. I think Kelly Clarkson does have edge because she became famous by winning American Idol, which kind of automatically makes her a little bit like working class. And like yeah, a she's definitely easier. not an industry plant. Unless, yeah. I mean, unless all of American Idol is a complete psyop, which maybe which it, it is. totally it totally could be. But she's just got this like, like she really doesn't seem like someone who should be famous. <laughs> wow, is that a knock on her looks, Aggie? It's like it's not a knock on her looks, but it's like her whole vibe is just so like normal. Yeah. She's not, she's not a glamor puss. And she just, I just think she has an extraordinary voice and she can sing pretty much anything. I know. Um, I feel like she is in the category of like a Whitney or a Christina or a Mariah. Like she's on that level. Wow. I mean, I definitely, I mean, when's her Vegas residency? See, that's the thing is like, I don't know that, I mean, I'm sure she'd be amazing to see live if you could see her in like a club where you can just listen to her voice, but she's not going to do the fireworks and this. I don't know if like a Vegas residency is the perfect place of for her. What? Well, look, Celine Dion is not doing, oh, I mean, yes, she she's is. wearing a sequin dress. She's not going to dance around or anything. She, Celine, you're saying Celine Dion is not going to dance around. Have you ever seen Celine Dion perform? All she does mm -hmm. is dance around. Really? She just goes cuckoo. She's like a lunatic. It's amazing. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. But she's not. But she doesn't do like choreographed. Dances. No, not no, not not choreographed dances. Yeah. She gets. She's she's filled with passion. Yes, she has that. Whatever the French Canadian version of soul is, she has that in spades. That's beautiful. Uh. All right. Well, this isn't a music podcast, and if you like Alicia Keys, you know everyone has their own opinion. I'm sure she's a lovely person. She's extraordinarily talented. Uh. She's just not for me. I wish that she would not smoke so much weed before she hosted the Grammys because the Grammys is a very serious program that should be given the respect that it deserves. I don't think I've ever watched the Grammys. And what is she going to talk about with Gwyneth? That's the other thing. I'm like, these people, they're I just talk can't... about her. They're going to talk about not wearing makeup and skincare. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. Because she obviously has a really good skincare routine if she's like going on TV every day without makeup on. True, true, true. Uh, well, whoever is going to Ingoop Health, let us know how it is because, and also I'm actually not going to even be in town that week. I'm going to be in Cayucas, which I think I'm pronouncing yeah. right now. Someone on Instagram told me I was pronouncing Cayucas wrong. So I Oh, to... and isn't that the place where you said that was like the next thing, the next big well, thing? Well, they're saying Cambria, which I believe I am pronouncing right because I don't think there's an alternate pronunciation for cambria and you're gonna be at the town over the one town over yeah so we'll see pretty good maybe that's well, cambria it'll be canucas yeah cayucas cayucas uh while gwyneth and alicia are working i'll be on vacation all right okay. uh what was your craziest
Okay, so now I'm moving into my other section. And this is crazy sort of because like it is crazy, but also because it makes me feel crazy, which is like when they feature this mega babe person, the girl mm. who invented mega babe. I love her. I never get tired of her. I always I always love her too. But I'm always like how do I feel about this like you know body positive messaging from goop it feels gaslighty to me <laughs> where like they are not a body positive organization they're not for fat people which I am one like they're not for like they're not for this like it's they don't I, it, so it just it feels like really like mind-blowing when they're like oh now we're gonna talk about mega babe and like these cool products for people for like women whose like bodies like might like touch itself or whatever like the thighs yeah. or whatever like I just it's like why are you doing this and like it makes me feel like so condescended too and like I just imagine people reading it and being like, yeah, great. Like what everybody looks like is amazing. Like I have to force myself to read this because I have to pretend that I care about this or, or something like that. I don't know. I mean, I think goop is, you know, obviously like they're trying to uh, get with the times and, you know, they're, they're expanding the people that they have talk on goop or whatever to, you know, people of different sizes. They're doing, I think a, like better job at inclusivity, you know, having more voices from, you know, black women and women of color. So I think it's like, yeah, it's, it's all capitalism. Like they're trying, they're, they're trying to sort of catch up with uh, where they perceive culture is. Um, but the, the lady herself, I, I think she's, she seems very self-aware of her role that she's playing in whatever the body positivity movement is. And oh, yeah. I, I don't know, like her, because it, it's one of those things where I, I totally agree with you that it's like this sort of token fat woman on Goop that keeps coming back. And she's, you know, she's trying to make money. She's selling these products. Um, she has a book. She, yeah, she has a book, which obviously I'm never going to read that book. No. Um, but she does say, and this is actually the thing I would buy, <laughs> is because any product for a man that they have on goop, I instantly want to buy it. Cause I'm like, thank you for noticing me. Yeah. Um, but there's a new mega babe product called mega man, dry guy, talc free body powder. <laughs> so stupid. I mean, I'll say that in addition to craziest, this is also my, my buy as well. Oh, Would, are you buying mega man for Brian? No. Well, no, not the mega man. Mm. Oh no. Sorry. It's my try. Not my buy. Okay. But um, um, this, this woman, what's her name? Kate, Katie Storino, Katie. Yes. Katie. Yes. Um, she says, and she's even calling herself out and saying like within, you know, the body positivity movement or within the fat positivity movement, it's people like her who are like, you know, white, uh, able-bodied, you know, fat, but not like, 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 you know, she's like a size 14. It's like the, the socially acceptable version of body positivity that she's even, you know, has the privilege of being in goop. Whereas I, if you were, you know, 600 pounds, you know, quadriplegic, you probably wouldn't be in goop. Right. I think it's great that like women like her call it out. I would like to see people calling things out like that more. Like 
the woman that we were talking about before who meant who created like vintner's daughter like i would like to see women who like aren't already like speaking to a marginalized group to like also acknowledge mm-hmm. their privilege which like you do not really hear and i don't understand why it is that way yeah i guess they're just not as self i guess like people who are coming from like already like a more marginalized place like are are aware like oh i need i like this is how people are just like have more empathy in general like more awareness about that stuff yeah it's like a it's a combination of i think empathy and like uh you you know it's your own experience so you can speak to that but then also it's like within goop within sort of economics and capitalism you have a role to play and like your audience for mega babe is you know fat women or women whose thighs chafe or whatever it is so it's like you you're called on to speak on that and uh there's another lady we'll get to in the thing i would try um who i think it's it's sort of sort of occupies a similar role i can't wait to hear all about it um yeah i mean i definitely think she's cool and i think it's a cool line and like i like it and stuff i just i I just like don't trust goop when they're like, isn't this great? I'm like, okay. Yeah. Cause yeah, it's like, yeah. The Vintner's daughter person is never going to talk about body positivity or, you know, issues primarily affecting black women or trans women or whatever it is. Cause it's like, or just to say like the reason that my product is like, has this reputation has a lot to do with like my place in the world. Yeah. Yeah, where's the $5 Vintner's Daughter for financially challenged people? Hello, I need all of these. I mean, can I at least a sample? A sample. Um, I do have to say, though, like, that shit is, it lasts a long time. My, I was, I my tolerance was building. I went up to five drops and then I, like, had to cut myself off and go back down to four. You had to take a step back. It's, yeah, yeah it's, it's like benzos. Well, maybe it'll be my little gift to myself once I'm done with my, uh you know, fractal treatment. Oh yeah. You can, you can after pay it. Then I'll after pay it once I'm done paying off my, uh, um, fractals, my, no, my, whatever I've been after paying fucking bell bottoms from that goddamn fucking store. I can't even think of what it's called right now. Someone forever 21. Yeah. (laughs) After pay forever 21 bell bottoms. You probably could. I'm sure you could. Oh God. How depressing our country our world uh where are we what was your craziest do we say this yet no this was my craziest yet that was your craziest oh mega babe okay my crazy oh my craziest was the fucking no fuss summer desserts okay tell me all about this is so it's such a fuss they call it no fuss and yet it's the fussiest shit i've ever seen in my life okay they tell you to do a trifle which I get is like, you don't use their oven. So that's what their definition of no fuss. You buy a pre-made cake and then you make this trifle. Okay. This is in partnership with our friends at Maple Hill who have created (laughs) some GMO monstrosity of sugar-free milk. Wow. So this is milk taken from a cow and they say it's ultra processed to have zero. Just leave them alone. Just leave them alone. Zero grams of sugar. So to make this trifle, you're supposed to, oh, and then of course, instead of, you're not, you're not supposed to actually use pudding, except they actually say, remember our old friend, the chia seed? <laughs> so you're making this, you're making this chia pudding with the stupid 
sugar-free milk. And then because it's sugar-free, it tastes so goddamn bad. They tell you to put freeze-dried fruit in the sugar-free milk and then blend that up and then add the chia pudding. And you're not even at step one yet. Wow. And they call it a no-fuss dessert. And this isn't even at step one yet. You're sick. So then you have to leave this chia pudding slash sugar-free slash freeze-dried fucking fruit milk overnight. So you're already, it's already 24 hours oh my God. since you want a dessert to begin with. <laughs> then wow. they tell you to make whipped cream from scratch. Cause obviously we're not doing cool whip. We're not, you know, no. you know, we're well, not there cool might whip. be sugar in it. Yeah. There's sugar, probably sugar in it. So heavy cream, vanilla, you can sweeten it. They deign to let us sweeten it. And then it says, if you're not cooking for kids, you also should add some booze to it, which, Hey, I'm not against that. Yeah. Then, so that's step two, after you've done your chia pudding, then you whip your cream, then cake is step three. Thank God, store-bought is fine. You're not supposed to bake a cake, but you do pound cake, sponge cake, angel food cake, or even cookies, they say. Then step four, or sorry, I'm not even on the steps yet. I'm still on the ingredients. (laughs) Step four is, or ingredient four is the fruit. That you have to obviously go to the farmer's market. You do your in-season fruit, apricots, pitted cherries, plums, nectarines, bananas, even supremed oranges work, blah, blah, blah. Then you toss the fruit with maple syrup. So sorry, that's sugar. Why are we doing sugar-free? And then we're doing maple syrup? Like, give me a break. Then the fruit and the maple syrup, it's not even good enough. Then you add almond extract, lemon zest, cardamom, vanilla, and even a touch of rose water to your fruit. Wow. So then we have all the ingredients. Now we actually assemble the thing. And let me remind everyone, this is a no fuss summer dessert. Well, I can see why, because they have it organized where it's like, here's the formula, custard, cake, fruit, and cream. Cream. But the way that they have it is so intense. It's so intense. So then you do your step one, chia pudding needs to be set in the fridge. Step two, cut up fruit. Okay, this isn't that fussy to cut up fruit, but still. Step three, cut the pieces, cake into pieces. And step four, make the whipped cream. Oh, and then you have to assemble. Well, <laughs> now I'm and now I'm making it sound more complicated than it is because then you just like well, a layer of this, a layer just, of that. I mean, it's, it's taking a lot to get to it. And especially because it's like custard, cream, and cake. Like you should, all of those things should be store-bought. Yeah. Maybe I it's mean, the article. Cream, that's not a big deal. Yeah, maybe I think like making it actually is probably not that big of a deal. It's just the article makes it seem so intense. It just seems like, first of all, get the chia pudding out of it. Yeah. Who wants this shit? Like what a way to ruin dessert is having fucking chia pudding. Oh, you're going to love it. I made chia pudding. I made Maple Hill zero sugar milk and mixed with maple syrup. (laughs) Yeah, freeze-dried fruit. And then after you make the chia pudding, then after you assemble the whole thing, then you have to let the chi- trifle chill in the refrigerator for at least two hours. This honestly sounds more like breakfast and like not good, like a weight loss cleanse breakfast. Yeah, I'll tell you what a no-fuss summer dessert is, is you go to the bodega and buy a sleeve of Oreos. and Or go to Baskin-Robbins. Go to Baskin-Robbins, yeah. Or if you're fancy, go to fucking Jenny's Nancy Pelosi blood baby ice cream nancy Pol- <laughs> jenny's by nancy jenny's by nancy <laughs> the adrenochrome blueberry crust crust yeah oh god nancy 
Oh, Nancy. Nancy, Nancy. Uh, um, so, you know, we all want dessert this summer. Am I going to make this trifle? God, no. Absolutely not. But you can. And like, sorry, not to pick on Caitlin, but where's Caitlin? Is is this a Caitlin recipe? I don't, it she's not. feel very Caitlin. No, I don't see her Caitlin, on this. I don't think Caitlin could do this. <laughs> this is too complicated for Caitlin. <laughs> it seems really hard. But like, who did, like, I want, where's, who's the person that, who's the person Somebody that made this responsibility. recipe? Yeah. It just says in partnership with our friends at Maple Hill. So this is just straight from the desk of these, these horrible sugar-free cows. These poor cows. Oh my God. Uh, gave me a fucking chill. Cause that's what we want is milk. That's extra processed. Take my milk and process it more. All of the hormones and vitamins that they put into milk aren't good enough for us anymore. We need to fucking get every, every bit of lack. What is it? Lactose out of this. Yeah. Take out the lactose, take out the sugar. I guess the sugar is the lactose. Yeah. Well, also wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Well, that's not even anything because they already have lactate for the, but juice. I think la lactate isn't zero sugar. I think, I think there's still some, I mean, it might not have lactose. lactose. That's the point I thought. Yeah, but I bet it doesn't get down to zero. This is like for some real, sorry, trigger warning, like eating disorder people that are like, I need, I need to look at that label and see a big fat zero on my sugar. I need a zero. Like I wouldn't I, be, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's lactate with it, but they're like saying that it's cooler. Yeah, it's lactate, but $15. It's the Nancy Pelosi, Jenny's version of lactate. Yeah, exactly. I, you know what? Just get oat milk. It's like, uh, it's like it's also chic and yeah but oat milk is literally horrible for you it has like so much because wasn't there the big um oat milk uh article that came out that was like oh you know why oat milk tastes so good is because the way they process it it actually converts all the oats into sugar so it actually has a shit ton of sugar in it oh that's why it's so good yeah well makes sense i mean it's made out of carbs exactly mm, whatever so whatever all right enough enough about this trifle try what would you mega babe mega babe i want to try several so first of all mm. i got the native i'm i've been using native coconut deodorant and honestly i have never smelled worse in my life i'm fully ashamed constantly i like catch a whiff of myself and i'll be mortified like I'm work. I go to work and I think don't get too close to me to everybody. I, I'm just, I'm living in shame because in addition to it not working, I think it makes my body smell worse than it would if I just wasn't wearing anything. And then it's just sort of masked by this like sickly sweet coconut stench. It's really bad. It's, 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 it's like a low point. It, <laughs> it makes me feel dirty. Like, and I haven't been okay since I started about two weeks ago. Wow. But this girl has deodorant too. Okay. And it's not, it's obviously natural deodorant. If it's, it's natural it and it has, and it's, um, Cetaphil. Is that what it's called? Not Cetaphil is the soap. What is it called? The Cetaphil for plants? Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. <laughs> it has chlorophyll. So it's like, that sounds nice, you know? So I'm going to try that. And chlorophyll is supposed to act as a natural deodorant? 
Mm, I don't know. No, it's, I don't really know. I just, it's like, it's green. Interesting. It's chlorophyll. But so I would try that. And I would also try the stick because like, I do have a problem with my thighs rubbing together and it, I hate it so much. So I think the summer I'm finally going to just like bite the bullet and buy it. Okay, your mega babe. And see what happens. Well, you get mega babe. I'll get mega man, and then we'll be chafe free all summer. And we won't chafe at all. Look at us go. Uh, it only <laughs> like kings. Exactly. It it only took my body like five years, but it, I finally got used to uh, Schmidt's natural deodorant. I don't break out in rashes anymore. Oh wow! So you were like you had to like adjust, but did it work though? It do- I well, I mean, don't ask me. I think it works. Ask John or ask other people. I come into contact with i think it works no one's i've never had any complaints okay yeah so she says i am personally obsessed with chlorophyll it's odor neutralizing okay that seems crazy it gives green dio its signature color but then she also has another one that's called the smoothie dio she's abbreviating deodorant to dio this yes the smoothie dio the smoothie is made uh, with essential oils from lime lemon orange tangerine and grapefruit it glides on and also includes a probiotic Great. love the scent too so now we're plants and we're yogurt we're putting probiotics on our armpits chlorophyll we're putting chlorophyll on our armpit it's like little shop of horrors maybe i'll buy both and just try them both yeah do you know left armpit right armpit see which smells better See which side gets more popular um you know who what they never ask french women advice about is you. deodorant <laughs> yeah i don't think you'd like the answer i mean these goop people want to be so french just forego it and stop shaving your armpits exactly exactly you want to be french uh um all right what would i try oh okay so here's uh do we remember Jasmine Marie? No. She uh, has a company called Black Girls Breathing, and she is going to do the opening breathing exercises for Ingoop Health. Um, and her company, it, it, I, I don't, I, it's not a nonprofit. It's like she's making money, but it's like it's a group um, breathing sessions that are, you know, helping mental health targeted towards black women is this the thing from last week where i got scared of it no where you had to like breathe no this isn't the thing where you had to like go into a room for like three days and like no 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 hallucinated okay these are like i i don't think there's any in-person thing i think it's like it's like uh videos it's like community breathing spaces um but it's all online and it's there's a sliding scale it seems you know very affordable uh and she's she says like uh, only 28% of our community, meaning the the women that, you know, use black girls breathing um, said that they had other mental health care resources outside of their company. So it's basically an indictment of both systemic racism and our horrible healthcare system. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, always you take everything with a grain of salt because this woman did how has like a master's degree in marketing and international business so this is a this is a money-making venture um but it seems like it's also um you know coming from a place of actually you know trying trying to help 
uh, her community. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, so she's going to do the, uh, the opening breathwork remarks at in goop health the opening breath (laughs) but uh also there's like a little three-step breathing exercise that she shared with everyone that sounds doable and not like the three-day you know lock lock yourself in an asylum throw away the key thing that we learned about last week scare that was so disturbing uh so yeah this seems very doable very nice um you just it's three steps one and normal. Normal, very normal. Take a deep breath in through your nose. Number two, audibly exhale through your mouth. Think about really letting the jaw draw open and relax. You might sigh, you might scream. Step three, at the end of the exhale, immediately continue into another inhale through your nose to repeat the exercise. Continue this connected audible breath for as little as 30 seconds and up to a couple of minutes. Um, And yeah, so these Community practices are obviously targeted towards black women. Um, it's, you know, if you identify as a black woman, you're obviously able to join. And then there also is like a donation page. Again, I this seems weird because it's like it seems like halfway between a nonprofit and a business. I'm a little confused, but I want to give uh, them the benefit of the doubt. That, I think it's a business. I mean, but then I why like- is there a donation thing then? Is it so that, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, you can go and donate or. um, I mean, I guess I just think if it's like, in my mind, if it's like partly a business, then it's a business, but I guess not necessarily. And her pledge is to reach 1 million black women and girls by the year 2025. It takes a village to make this vital work happen. Consider donating to black girls breathing if you can. That's cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, anything else? What do we buy? Well, this isn't what I wrote down, but like, I really do like these summer dresses. I must say these sundresses. And now I'm having one of my fantasies where like, what if I just buy like two of these dresses and like, that's all I wear all summer. Hey, who needs more than two summer dresses? I mean, it's one, two more than two more than I have. Yeah. And then I just like, live my life in my dress what the thing I would actually buy was <laughs> this not directly goop but I just opened my email today and I had an email that just said Fabletics Memorial <laughs> oh no did Fabletics close but it was just their Memorial Day sale but like <laughs> there it wasn't like they it wasn't like viral marketing like it real. I promise you like it was just a fuck up like the way that it looked when you opened it was like it's they're doing bad and they're struggling, but uh, the whole site is 50% off for VIP members, which of course includes myself. And I do have $150 in Fabletics credit bucks, in that, I bucks. <laughs> that I can use because I forgot to cancel it in the oh past. So, you know, I'll, uh, I might be giving Kate some business. <laughs> She's got a busy year coming up. She got, she just got cast in, um, Knives Out 2. Yeah. Um, I don't think they'll be doing a sequel to Music by Sia. Oh, no, Music. Probably can't count on that. No. But things are looking up for good old Kate, even if Fabletics isn't looking up. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, Well, I really would be curious to see what you 
Wait, Spend oh, and yours was the Mega Man. Oh, mine is Mega Mega Man, Mega Mega Boy, Mega Mega Man, Dry Guy, Dry Wait, Guy. Hello. Wait, hello. shit! What just happened? I can hear. Hello. You. Can... Oh, sorry, I put you on mute. That happens. Okay. <laughs> you sure that, that was like a Freudian slip? <laughs> oh, sorry, I put you on mute. Totally by mistake. <laughs> sorry, do it. Your... <laughs> it's just like no. I think that that's a that's a sign that we need to stop for the maybe week it's, maybe it's time for this podcast. i have a i have a an appointment at 4 20 um hey at, yeah <laughs> at the good old burbank 16 to watch emma stone and cruella i don't i think i might cancel it it's like i can't don't even deal do with it. it don't risk your life well i guess you're not really risking but... my life what because you think there's gonna be a shooting there's always the possibility. No, oh, I was thinking God. COVID. Good oh, old-fashioned no, COVID. I'm, I'm, I'm good old uh, vaccinated. <laughs> I know. I've gone completely. I, I, I think I'm taking my vaccine. Like I'm, I think I'm like too comfortable in my vaccine. Mm, that's what they want you to think. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I've just become a complete conspiracy theorist. I don't even mean to. Um, my mom told me, she because she listens to the podcast sometimes hi mom if you're listening to this right now but she's like brian i don't think you should have accused bill gates of killing jeffrey epstein on the podcast <laughs> i don't even remember that i think i mean it's all you know it's all in fun it's all in jazz well if it makes anyone feel more comfortable i don't take brian seriously when he says things like that so you shouldn't either thank you thank you welcome um great well Guys, it's been fun as always. Have an observant Memorial Day. Yeah. I, yeah. What do you say for that? You're not supposed to say happy Memorial Day. It sounds Day. crazy to say have a happy Memorial Day. I mean, I've said it many times, mm. but I know it's fucked up. Just say, like, have a, yeah, observant Memorial Day. Have a me- memorable, have a memorable, memorable Memorial Day. <laughs> Turn it into a, just like, I don't know. Never forget never forget have a pious and blessed memorial day thank you goodbye goodbye want to get a chiseled look in the jawline sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from juvederm volux xc juvederm volux xc is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with juvederm volux xc for important safety information and to find a licensed specialist visit juvederm.com that's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.